This is Amber. And I'm Emily. Welcome to our podcast, The Bella Femme Podcast. Spell it. You don't want to look like you're acting the fool, like, wait a second. Put <laughs> <laughs> your shit together. Comparison truly is the thief of joy. How do we do that? We're going to make the path a little less bumpy for you. I'm processing. Buckle up, ladies. Okay, hi. 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 So it's just me and you today. Me being Emily, you being Mary Elizabeth. And Amber had to sit this one out, so she okay. sends her best wishes. Hi, but <laughs> hi, Amber, wherever you are. Right. Um, so why don't you start with introducing yourself so I don't, I don't botch it? <laughs> You're pretty good at that. <laughs> um, my name is Mary Elizabeth. Um, I have a salon in Old Town Winchester called Harmony at six oh nine, and I'm a mom and a grandmother, a daughter. Um, not a wife anymore. And I think that's it. That's yeah. pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I've actually never asked this question before. I know that there's a ton of ways to describe your job, to title right. your job. There's like hairdresser, mm-hmm. there's hairstylist. Even like someone asked me, I was like, oh girl, I'm going to get bangs. And she's mm-hmm. like, you trust your hair girl with that? So hair girl. Yeah. Um, Do you have a preference? Do you hate one? Like, what's the thing? I don't. You can pretty much call me anything. I don't find any terminology really offensive at all. Whatever people can get out. I like to play with hair. The girl that plays with hair, you know, whatever. Whatever you come out with. That's so playful. Yeah. I love that. Because I know with, like, jobs in the service industry that, like, there's always somebody saying, like, oh, that's horrible that's yeah. offensive well you choose to be offended yeah and I'm, I'm not yeah yeah doesn't whatever you want to call me is good oh I love that mm-hmm. okay so I feel like it's a very creative mm-hmm. industry especially when you put it like you're playing with hair right right so do you feel like you're a creative person yeah I there are technical things about mm-hmm. hair cutting yeah. and color of course but especially cutting um and then there's the fun part mm-hmm. so people can quite often hairdressers can quite often do a really nice proper haircut but if you don't go in there and have fun with it it doesn't have the kick it doesn't have that just for you mm-hmm. haircut mm-hmm. so i consider it an art I think it's really creative if you get in there and do that. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, a lot of people can do the technical aspect. Mm-hmm. But it's it's getting in there and having fun and seeing how things fall and move and shake. So I, I do. I consider it an art. Yeah. I think I think it rides the line, right? It's got the technical. It's got the nerdy. Mm-hmm. But it's also got the expressiveness. Yeah. Um. So when, when you're creative, when you are an artist, I feel like people try to compliment you. I know I've had this experience where like, oh, Emily, you're so creative. You're so, you know, artistic. Your head's in the cloud. 
but I feel like there's they don't honor the um you know dichotomy or maybe that's not the right word but like they don't honor the other side of you you can be all of these things but you can also be um logical or practical and I I don't know if this is your same experience but I definitely felt like when people would compliment me as a creative person that's very kind of them but they almost unintentionally downplayed any mm-hmm. expectation of practicality or logic. Right. Do, do you feel like yeah, you experienced absolutely. that? Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like um, we're not taken, I'll say seriously, I'll say recognized oh. for the, for the, um, the business aspect not everybody can have a successful business, not, you know, um, but people not taking that part into consideration, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't be both. Right. Like, yeah, you know, no, yes, you can. Yeah, you can. Yes, you can. Yeah, you can. Now, I have an accountant because I'm not going that far <laughs> on my left limits. side of my brain. <laughs> um, but, yeah, of course, and I think... Um, and there's so many hairdressers that do so much work. It's so much work, but I also do, I don't have an assistant. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing all the shampoos, all the sweeping, all the cleaning, all the hair, mm-hmm. all the appointments, you ordering. So in your head. Right. But yeah. I really do think that part of the personal experience of coming here is the fact that I'm with you the whole time mm-hmm. and I'm not passing you off. Yeah. You know, I love that part yeah. of it. But no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think people realize the business aspect of right. it and the jungle, juggling of, of things. I wish they did, um, you know, yeah. recognize it a little bit more. Well, you've recently taken this huge step, I mean, recently, the last mm-hmm. several years of opening up your own mm-hmm. place, your own salon, mm-hmm. and... Um, I mean, of course, you had a journey to get there, mm-hmm. you know, to let alone, you know, shutting down the naysayers along right. the way. What was that like? Well, I had another salon uh, in Millwood, and I had that about five years, and mm-hmm. then really just wanted to come to Winchester and get some more diversity, mm-hmm. um, get some Winchester people in yeah. my chair. Um, but it's really interesting because when it comes to certain things, I just do it and I don't think too much about it. (laughs) And I had to have a place to hang my hat. Yeah. I really just need a chair and some water. So when people say, oh, well, you know, what if it doesn't work? It's not an option. You just keep plugging away. So, um, you know, I'm a hard worker. Mm-hmm. I, Too I, much. I, I got I know, right? <laughs> I gotta make it happen, and and it does because I have great clientele that that really support me and love me. So that yeah. comes into play too. Yeah. yeah. How long have you been doing this? <clears throat> Gosh, I hate to say. I usually say over twenty years, because when I say forty some years, it just sounds like I'm old. And I'm not that old. No. <laughs> but um, when my kids were younger, I didn't always do hair. But, mm. you know, for the past, you know, over 20 years, I've hit it hard. Yeah. So. And you've done it. Yeah. Done it. You yeah. are doing it. You are yes. actively doing it. Because it's not, you can't, like, rest mm. on your laurels. No, no. <laughs> no. 
no, no, no. No, no. Got to keep keep it hopping. Oh, my goodness. So you're a mom and mm-hmm. your grandmother, as mm-hmm. you said, as mm-hmm. well as a business owner with yeah. a long client list. Yes. Long, long client Thank list. God. You're always running around, I feel uh-huh. like. I know. <laughs> I know. When people are like, why haven't you got back to me? I'm like, Ooh, I just got done. You know, yeah. it's 8.30 at night. You're doing everything. Yeah. But, you know, I'm so grateful. I'm yeah. so grateful. It's what we worked so hard for. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, then you get it. And, you you know, you work really hard to keep mm-hmm. keep people. Yeah. So. How do you keep it all in balance? Or do you? Is that, like, a stupid question? No. <laughs> well, no, I think it's a great question because we've talked about how hard yeah. it is to have a little man to take care of right. and then I've got you know grown daughters to take care of mm-hmm. and the grandson but I think the balancing I was thinking about this after we we talked a little bit about it and I think there's every few years where you go wow is everything in balance mm-hmm. am I working enough am I enjoying my life enough am I you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think depending on your particular, you know, area, I have people so much that I just want to go <laughs> home and be by myself uh-huh. and try and find my balance. But um, I, I feel like as women, every few years, we're like, what can I tweak yeah. to bring more balance to my yeah. life? So my solution for 2024 was to work less. I love that. Not, That's hard. That's really it is hard. Really especially hard. when you're in charge of your own yeah. business. Yes. I have to find a better balance so that on the weekends I'm not completely wiped out. Yeah. So then I really don't <laughs> I don't want to go do anything fun cuz I got to get ready for the following week. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm working on that. I have, I'm, I'm dedicated to making it more balanced yeah. this year. Yeah. Because I guess if you don't do that, you're peopling out and then going mm-hmm. home and recovering. And right. then people, like, you're just yeah. bouncing it's back a, and forth. Right. It's a little wheel that you're yeah. on. And then, you know, I love cutting hair. I love doing hair. <laughs> and I love my people. So I want to come in and feel good and have fun. Yeah. And if I'm too burnt out. You know, it's a struggle. Yeah. Going back to like it being an art, like mm-hmm. you have to have space, mental space mm-hmm. in order to create art. Yeah. I think that's one of the really great things about the salon. Yeah. I don't know if there's very many like what we have, but to have a whole living room to cut yeah. hair in and have people uh, relaxed and me relaxed and not yeah. a whole lot of interference yeah. is it's magical. Yeah. I think anyway. <laughs> For those at home who can't see, this is an audio program. Yes. So we are actually sitting here in the salon on this cozy, cozy couch. It's so soft. <laughs> I have a coffee in hand. Like, it is truly magical. You are correct yes. in saying it I, is magical. I hope. I love that so much. What kind of what kind of things do you do at home to relax? Mm. Well, I have my two dogs. And my cat. So just hanging out with them is, is relaxing. Um, I live in a cabin on the river. 
I love that. I'm smiling so big. I love that for you. It just, it doesn't get much better than that. So just being outside in the garden with the dogs and, or having, you know, the wood stove going. It's such an easy, wonderful place to be Yeah. that I do, I do recover there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you like lock it down and do you do any media or do you just spend time yourself? I'm trying to read more, but I do watch a little bit of TV. Um, I'm thinking about disconnecting the whole thing, but really. Yeah. <laughs> Turning all the apps off and the direct TV uh, off and yeah. you know, just focusing on reading more. But I do love my young Sheldon. I love that show, too. It's my fave. I can't even, the Mima, I want to be more like Mima. <laughs> She's so fabulous. I love her. She She's finds so humor. Yeah. Where I, I get a little more frustrated. I'm like, no, just just be happy, be Mima. Oh, I love that show. I love that little mantra, be Mima. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, speaking of, like, self-care and recovering, you're in an industry of self-care, I guess Mm -hmm. you could say that. Mm -hmm. And like the culture of like, just do a little bit of self-care, like that can Mm. fix everything, like find your center. Yeah. Um, Do, well, I guess two ideas, two questions is like, how do you feel about self-care culture and the almost extreme that it is in now? And, And do you find it hard to do your own self-care being, like, in the industry, like, being in the middle of it, you know? Yeah. Well, I think if I don't take care of myself, I'm not going to be able to help people take care of themselves. That's for sure. So I don't do tons of stuff for myself. I do get a massage once a month, which saves me, and Pilates saves me. I think things like that. Or trying to eat healthy mm-hmm. after 20 cups of coffee, maybe. <laughs> so, you know, I, I try and do that for myself. But I think one of the best things about getting your hair cut is that it's not that expensive and it's instant gratification. Yeah. You don't have to wait for anything to kick in. Yeah. But I also think self-care is also about being really who you are. Not what everybody else wants you to be. So however you nurture that part of yourself, the inside of yourself. Yeah. You know, whether it's taking a walk or meditating or yoga, which I'm not capable of doing. But, or, you know, it's it's more than just um, taking care of the, the outer part. Right. And so... Who, it's not when, face masks. No, ma'am. So, like, when do you take time to nurture your the inside, how you feel about yeah. it? So I think self-care, that to me is more self-care. And then uh, back to hair, really, like, taking what you have and doing the best with it uh-huh. and not trying to make it do something that it's not. Uh-huh. Just be, you know, find out what that is. Go with that. I've never thought of it in the way of self-care is nurturing, like, the truest part of you. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm still, like, processing that. I'm, like, that feels really good. Yeah. That feels really good to, you know, think what... Because you could hear self-care from some influencer online, mm-hmm. 
And what they're doing is, I don't know, painting their nails and doing a face mask. But, like, does that work for you? It's not a one-size-fits-all experience. No, because how we... How we look on a regular basis is pretty consistent, but how we feel about how we look is not regular. I feel like we need to just <laughs> run over here and drop that mic, like, for emphasis. Like, oh, good, right? oh, that was so good. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> it's true. You know, it's so it's true. true. Um, the- it's like the check-in that you were saying, like, every couple of years as women, we have to sort of check in and, like, is this working? Right. But it's like ebbs and flows are like the name of the game with Mm -hmm. women like (laughs) I feel like one day you could feel crummy the next you can feel amazing and yeah and we're pretty much the same yeah I mean like a a 30-day type of a trial thing (laughs) the amount of emotional turmoil about how we look it's it I mean I think it's really important to dress how you want all the funk and all that stuff I think it's awesome but if you're not if you're not trying to figure things out somebody told me one time it's what you don't know that runs your life so I like delving into oh my goodness what was that about but I, I used to think that around 50 I would have it figured out I don't have anything figured out and you're what you 62. Just had... I'll be 62 yeah. this year. So um, every time I think, okay, I got that part figured out. <laughs> nope, nope, <laughs> nope. So it's just a constant thing. But you have to love yourself while you're going through it. Yeah. It sounds so corny. But, but it's, it's like it's a reminder that everybody needs because no one does it. Yeah. Yeah. We just really. Mm. Mm. So I understand that we were talking about this the other day, there's a certain amount of pressure to look a certain way in Mm -hmm. order to attract clients. It's like your business card, right? Mm -hmm. So people could like turn their head over to you, you know, how have you dealt with that pressure over the years and and now? Yeah. Mirror, mirror on the wall. (laughs) La, la, la. Well, it is more difficult than people imagine standing in front of a mirror all day long. And no matter how hard you try to focus on the, the client, uh-huh. you're looking at them, you're looking at their hair, you come around the front of the chair, you're looking them in the eye. You go behind that chair, and it is very difficult not to do a little self-check uh-huh. on, you know, how's my hair? Do I need to freshen up? And um, it's a hard spot to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really want to, to do that. You don't really want to, you know, look at yourself more than your client. But it's, it's hard being behind that chair. And I think a lot of people uh, look at us and sum us up pretty quick. I, think, I guess we do that with everybody in every yeah. situation. So if I don't look the part... I think people aren't as comfortable with me. Mm-hmm. So um, there's, you you really need to have a certain look. And you know, my look is like, I don't want to look like a hairdresser. How is that look? I don't know. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know either. I don't either. I just know what I'm, you know, what I'm comfortable in. It's but, so subjective. I mean, yeah. I used to yeah. head to toe, you know, yeah. do the whole thing. 
And now it's like about what's comfortable and still, you know, stylish and all of that, but just, it's more about comfort Mm -hmm. and ease. Yeah. 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 We do a lot of running around, so we better be able to move fast. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. Oh man. How, like, I can't, that just blew my mind. Like I didn't even think before you said that, that you are like, cause I'll come in mm-hmm. and sit in front of the mirror for an hour, and I think that's actually hard. It's very hard. But you do that for mm-hmm. however long your day is, probably not even, or like mm-hmm. probably more than eight hours a day right, most right. days anyways. Yes. yes. So I really do think more about how difficult it is to sit in the chair than stand behind it, because you're completely vulnerable. It takes a long time, I think, to, tr- well, maybe not a long time, to trust your hairdresser but um i think it's very vulnerable to to sit in the chair and look at a mirror and have somebody looking at your face and your hair and oh did she do her makeup which you know i don't care about but um and how are they are they okay today is something going on today Mm. what you know or is something going on with me and they're gonna help me you never really know but i think it's very very vulnerable. I know every once in a while I'll hop into a salon and, man, sitting in that chair with the lights over your head, I look like a drowned rat. <laughs> I do feel like it's, it's uh, you know, even if you come in with makeup and looking oh, yeah. like you've had a good day, you get, like, your hair washed and, you know, some of it kind of comes off or maybe so, you can't, like, you know, rub the yeah. mascara from underneath your eye to freshen mm-hmm. yourself up because you're pinned underneath the... Right. <laughs> I got you where yeah. I want you. You're like, it, I'm sure that's like an old school cartoon thing where the, the cape wraps around oh, the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know that's how thorough funny. I am at washing hair, so I will hose <laughs> people down. But I think it's, it's such a uh, cool relationship. Yeah. With with each person and uh so I gotta make sure my people are okay and then new people I talk for a long time before I even you know cut their hair make sure we're on the same page yeah I think I think I think that was the unique thing when I first came to you is that you're like the only person (laughs) that actually understood it and Mm -hmm. and took my word for it when Mm -hmm. I said I don't want to do deadly squat, squat with my hair. Yeah. Like, I just don't want to do it. Because I have said that to other people. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, giving me blowouts and yeah. flippies. And I'm like, I am never going to do this at right. home. Right. And you sent me out the door, like, with a little spritz spritz. And, yep, <laughs> yeah, it's just, you're going to leave. Like, you're going to leave the house any other day. Because that's the only reason you'll know that it works. Absolutely. And I just, I thought that was awesome. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) you do. I mean, people know their hair. Mm -hmm. And when they say, I think it's going to do this, you kind of have to trust them unless you, you know, do their hair for a long time and say, hey, maybe, maybe this will work. (laughs) (laughs) Women are way too busy to mess around or take any time with their hair in the morning. I figure, I think the average woman spends like 11 minutes or something. So, yeah, if it's curly, embrace it. If it's straight, you know, whatever it is, it should, I think if you have a good haircut, it really should fall into place relatively easy. Mm -hmm. And I do think sometimes, unless you really, unless you want to blow out, I think sometimes hairdressers make it look a little bit more difficult than it need be. 
I think the maybe the pressure of leaving the salon, like because you're mm-hmm. a business card for yourself, but the person leaving right. your salon is a business card for yourself. Mm-hmm. So you don't like you, I guess the attractiveness of sending someone out looking like a total movie star, not like a yeah. gorgeous everyday person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think people see through that. I think I do. <laughs> I mean, um, I get more people from uh, when my clients go to Costco. Costco is good to me. <laughs> so, so funny. I kind of, and I, I feel like that haircut that I gave you uh-huh. could be critiqued by somebody of a very high, you know, king or queen hairdresser platform educator. And I feel like every single time I cut somebody's hair, I'm like, you know what? Somebody famous could be going through this haircut. It better be spot on. You better Mm -hmm. take some pride in that. Mm -hmm. And um, it's important to make sure people leave spot on, but it's also important to be realistic with what what is your hair really going to do right right because you can't be spending more than those 11 oh, minutes oh god no, no. <laughs> no we got to spend an hour waking up and then you know right m- yeah having our million coffees right right yeah yeah you gotta have time for that oh that's more important than Definitely. anything else yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. let's talk about the power of transformation mm-hmm. because it's definitely like a common cliche and like maybe even attached to like a movie dressing room montage makeover like I don't know I'm thinking like Miss Congeniality or like the um Princess Diaries or any of those you know like they have the montage there's a gorgeous drastic hair change Mm -hmm. or like you know someone you know real going through a breakup and then chopping off her hair have you seen those um, videos of like it'd be a bride going down the aisle she's got mm-hmm. a nice hair nice mm-hmm. wedding dress mm-hmm. and then she goes in the back and she like gets a bob oh, wow. and then changes into her sparkly oh. like, reception her- dress mm-hmm. and it's not only just a dress change it's like a yeah. whole change yes it's it's so crazy I haven't see. seen that but I think hair has the power to do that yeah I do and I like to take it slower than that, as you know. So, you know, I'll, I'll do exactly what the client says, a new client says, for at least three times. Yeah. And I'll, or I might say, you know, we're, I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to do exactly what you want. But in the back of your mind, I want you to start thinking about this possibility. Mm-hmm. Because most of the time, the people that come in and go, okay, I'm done. I've been doing their hair for a long time. Yeah. And they just let me for it yeah so it's nice but I think yeah a a haircut can it can it can make you happy it's a happy thing I mean like you said it doesn't take that much time it's not like Mm -hmm. the transformation is instant right like you can go to the gym Mm -hmm. for months and see results right or not right (laughs) yeah and I mean you can buy a new outfit Mm -hmm. but you know people come in and and they're like if my hair's right I'm right Mm -hmm. and I know that's true it's true for me for sure Mm -hmm. you know if it doesn't if I'm cleaning the house and I walk by the mirror my hair is like oh that's so cute okay let's go or I can have the best outfit on. Yeah. The best everything and my hair's not right. It makes me unhappy. Mm. So I think it's it's 
it's more attached to self than yes. anything you could put on right. your body. Like it's growing out of your scalp. Right. <laughs> like it's yours. Exactly. <laughs> I think the the biggest thing is to try to keep people current and constantly thinking mm. maybe about doing other things. You're really good at that. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, I was thinking about maybe this or what do you think of that? Uh-huh. And then there are some people that are like, I really want to change, but I don't know what I want. And then we take that pretty seriously yeah. and figure out what we can do that makes sense. And it's super fun. It doesn't have to be a huge change to be a good transformation. How do you coach people that, through that, like wanting to change or feeling like a little stagnant? Yeah. Well, I, I like to take a slower approach to it and, and um, to make sure that they really, really want something different. But um, there's so many things to consider. A lot of times I ask them, what do you do for a job? Uh-huh. And then, you know, how much time do you want to spend on your hair? You have to look at the texture, mm-hmm. um, the density of it, uh, you know, those kinds of things. There's lots that goes into play because you don't want to give somebody something that they can't do on their own mm-hmm. or the hair doesn't, you know, fall appropriately and it's too much work. You don't want to th- do anything too harsh. Or too crazy straight away. Yeah. You know, work into it because sometimes it's a huge emotional thing. Yeah. When my father died, my hair was super long. I cut it off. Yeah. It I don't know why, but it did make me feel better. So the girl, of course, that did it knew me well enough to say she's she's gonna be happier with that. But when people come in and something sad's going on and they wanna cut it all off, I just go, hmm. Maybe next time. Let's see what's going you yeah. Know, on. Yeah. Because you don't want to make it worse. Right. So, you know, delve a little bit into why they want mm-hmm. such a huge change. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, you know, again, the responsibility of doing it. I don't know. I take it pretty serious. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's not just a haircut. Well, yeah, no, it never is. It never is. No, I don't think so. No. (laughs) I don't think so. Okay, so I'm dying to ply you with a short round of, like, technical questions, like, with hair. I will So, you know, I've got you here in your own couch, so I will question (laughs) you. Okay. Okay. Um, Can you tell if someone has cut their own hair in between visits? Oh, yes. Yeah? Most of the time. Really? I would say most of the time. That's so funny. Sometimes it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Sometimes it's okay. So, because I was going to ask you, my next question is, any of the DIY haircut videos online, like, are they even a thing? Are they worth it? I Not worth it, but, like... The reason I say that is because it takes a long time to know what you're doing. Yeah. Some some people have a gift of, of cutting hair, and they just don't know it, but... Sitting in the chair and getting your hair shampooed and mm-hmm. talking and all of that, I think is a, is a huge part of it. Yeah. So can you cut your own bangs? Sure. Can you do a nip here or there? Sure. Cutting the whole head of hair, man, that would that would be really scary. Have you seen those where they do like ponytails mm-hmm. and they pull it forward? Yeah, yeah. All those things. And this is the thing. I say if I can't tell a client why I'm doing what I'm doing, I should not be doing it. Mm. So you're over-directing hair mm-hmm. by that ponytail. And there's certain there's certain reasons that you're pulling it a certain way. Mm-hmm. But just because you can doesn't mean you should. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, y'all. Is the cold water rinse a thing? Like, does that help? Everybody's like, "What? Rinse your hair with cold yeah, water?" Yeah, you know they say do that in your with your body now too. That it Ooh. wakes up. I know. I'm right? cold just thinking about no, it. No, no. So I think sometimes yes, it does. I mean, your hair is like a pine cone. So if you take an individual hair, yeah, the the porosity of it can be open like a wide open pine cone, or it can be smooth. And when it's wide open, it has um, a frizzier texture mm-hmm. to it. But um, that could just be the texture of somebody's hair. So yes and no. Should you hit it with scalding water like we all do in the shower? Yeah. No. But are we going to do it with cold? No. <laughs> going to keep sometimes fashioning like yeah, the just waters just of hell. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, most people are like, I don't care. But when you get fashion colors done, mm-hmm. or you you know even get color done, especially in the in the salon, it shouldn't be scalding hot. Yeah. I don't know. Did I even answer that No, question? yeah, I think you did. Because, like, you know, everybody hears the advice, like, yes. do a rinse with yeah. cold water. Now, or... if you find that to be true for yourself, absolutely keep doing it. Um, you know, there's so many rules, rules that aren't rules that... Okay, hit us with them. Yeah, no, like, I hear... That I hear, you know, or the vinegar rinse. No, that I do believe yeah. in. Yeah, okay. Because it's old school, you know, lemon on blondes, vinegar, it's a very diluted down. It takes, yeah, it's the pH is proper for your scalp and your hair. It, uh, but you know, vinegar is like the miracle Do you liquid. use like apple cider vinegar? You can, but white vinegar diluted down, it, what it does is it just, it's like a clarifier. Okay, so like diluted one in one, like a uh, ratio, no, or? like a quarter to a cup. It's really uh, or an eighth, eighth of a cup to a full cup of water. You don't want a lot. Uh huh. So it's like but, two tablespoons mm-hmm. of vinegar in like a cup yeah, of water. Yeah, it doesn't take much. With a spray bottle or just kind of dump it. No, what my mom used to lay me on the counter. <laughs> we would put our heads in the sink, and she would shampoo us, and then run that through. And then let it sit for a minute. Yeah. And then rinse it all out. I got so to smell lovely. like it was lovely. I smelled like an Easter egg, <laughs> and uh, my sister smelled like lemon joy. Oh, because she was plunged <laughs> at the lemon. But um, yeah, I think it's a we um, we have an apple cider vinegar rinse and an apple cider vinegar conditioner, and then yes. another product that that does what vinegar does but oh that's awesome what's the best way to tame frizz and flyaways like if you're about to run out the door that is the million dollar question (laughs) nobody knows nobody nobody knows knows. okay i don't feel so bad now (laughs) Uh, you know and this is from my own experience i love good hair products but (laughs) it's your job to love them it's i do i you know i've got my favorites but um I think that they can only do so much. So I think the number one complaint is how do I tame my frizz and how do I make my hair fuller? So I think there are good products out there. If you're kind to your hair, it helps. But that top layer of your hair around your parietal ridge, if you pull that hair up, that's the most damaged hair. From the environment. Oh. And so you just scooped like maybe an inch above your ear. 
And yep. and then from your temples and inch above mm-hmm. your ear and then kind of scoop like you're doing a half up, half yeah. down. Yeah. So everything in that fist now, like everything on that top. Pretty much. You put so much more hair yeah. in your fist than I do. But that <laughs> top layer, so whenever somebody comes back and they're their hair color is a little brassy. Uh-huh. I take this section up and I said, but nothing underneath it is brassy. It's just this top part. So that's usually where the frizz is. Mm-hmm. Naturally curly, it can it can be anywhere. But if you can kind of tame that beast um, with a product, a nice shine product, uh-huh. and leave it alone. People run their fingers through it. Okay. There's so many reasons why. Yeah. That top layer is really subjected to more than people think. Yeah. And the hair around your face from washing your face. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're, you know, doing this, that hair can get frizzier too. Uh-huh. Yeah, like playing with it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. it's so hard to I know. not play with it. So I've heard from people that like twirling your hair around your finger damages your hair. Mm-hmm. Is that like... I would say if you're doing it a lot, yes, but I, twirling your hair, playing with your hair a little bit every day, everybody does that. Yeah. If you do it too much, sure, because you're twisting it. Mm -hmm. So how hard are you twisting it? Yeah. You know, I've been doing it since I've been sitting here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you play with hair. It's your job. You're a hair player. So too much, too much is not (laughs) good, but I think a little bit is okay. Do you have a favorite heatless curl method? Well, I like the twirlies. (laughs) I like doing that. So I think that when you have curly hair, everybody's curls are different and there's a different, you know, there's a, be very different routines depending on the type of curl that you have because my hair is very fine and it has a nice curl to it yours is very coarse and has a crazy wonderful (laughs) curl to it so each one is different but I do not believe that it takes any special haircut or any special products to make curly hair beautiful I wouldn't charge more money for a uh, curly hair, textured hair, haircut, absolutely not. It's um, if you don't know how to do everybody's texture of hair, you're you're in trouble. And if you don't, that's okay. Then you send them somewhere else. But yeah. to but to um, say you have to use and do and all these special products to have you know beautiful curly hair or full hair, I don't believe in having to do that. You have to find what works for you. Yeah. So, okay. Besides, like, shampoo and conditioner, mm-hmm. is there one product that you, reckon, that you recommend, like, every woman have in her arsenal? Yes. What is it? It's Centerpiece by Arunco. Okay. And what it, is it? What? It's an elixir. So, it's a detangler. It also has some slip in it uh-huh. um, for frizz. Okay. Um, it has... Uh, I only have to use that, and that's it. It won't weigh my hair down. Does um, it have any hold, or is it, it just it doesn't? It does not. It's a smooth, um, it's like a styling lotion also. Mm-hmm. I've never used it as something to make the hair fuller, but I know it's lightweight enough to, not to weigh okay. hair so down. Like yeah, yeah, so if somebody was looking for fullness on top, I'd probably add an additional product, either Rodeo or Chiffon. There's a new 
um, gel that R Co has called Grasp. Mm -hmm. And I love putting that on that top section. Uh -huh. It really makes it nice and full without any kind of stickiness oh, to it. I love those fun names. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Me too. Me too. Oh, so fun. Okay, so I have a rapid-fire question for okay. you that we ask all of our podcast guests. Okay. Just don't think too hard about it. All They're right. fun. All right. What's your perfect power outfit? Mm, all black, I think. Yeah. Black turtleneck. Black. Yeah. Nice. What are you watching or listening to right now? Or reading? Oh. Um, I am reading Highly Sensitive People. Right now, it's a good book, and I'm watching Young Sheldon, and what was the other one? Oh, just anyway. yeah. What that? I think I went to Puerto Rico for a few days and unplugged, so I'm kind of catching up. Oh, I love that. Something yeah. <laughs> again, again, yes, right, yes. What do you want to be when you grow up? <sighs> just a good person. Yeah. Yeah, I want to, yeah, a good person, you know. If you could write an email to your younger self, what would the subject line be? Oh, you're going to make me cry. We can hug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's such a good question. You told me not to think about it too much. Just love what you see. Aww. Love what you see. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, I think that would be the beginning of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, the email could have all the things. It could have tons of stuff that I, yeah, love, yeah, love, love what you see. Yeah. Thank you so much for Thank being you so here. Much. Well, me being in your yes. space. It was so fun. Thank you. Um. We should have now. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, sweetie. Mm. That was fun.